Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Ashley. We're the founders of For the Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life. Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it. We are so glad to have you here with us. Hi guys, thanks for joining us today for this episode where we'll be diving in on how to embrace uncertainty in ways we can create a sense of calm during times of anxiety. We are being reminded very frequently every day what's going on in the world around us and this has led to people feeling heightened emotions. We're all learning to navigate these new experiences the best way we know how and we felt it was important to create an episode dedicated to guiding you through and to remind you that you are doing a great job because I feel like we all need to hear that right now. So we're gonna get started on three tips to help you live with uncertainty, starting with zeroing in on what you can control. So this is something that we have a full podcast dedicated to, and we've received a lot of positive feedback on that and from people saying that they really wanted to be able to you know, hear us talk about this topic as well because people are really, like I said, going through a roller coaster of emotions right now. You know, you turn on the news or you listen to the radio, really everywhere you go, being reminded of what's going on. And I think sometimes that can be bombarding for our mental health. And it's really important for us to zero in on these things that we really need to focus in on. And that includes focusing on what we can control. Yeah, especially right now, I think that's the best kind of way to start off is by reminding you that there are things that are always going to be controllable to us. So especially like Ashley said, right now in a time where all we're hearing are things that are going on in the world that really are outside of of what we are able to put our mark on. And the reality is that in this space, there are things that we are able to control and things that we are able to, to put our mind to that's gonna put us at ease. So especially, I know one way that I think about it is instead of you know, sitting back and feeling the anxiety and thinking, when is this gonna end? There's so much going on, I don't know even where to start. It's easier to sit back and say, I'm gonna start with just today. What's one thing I can do today that's gonna either help me to feel calmer or is going to help me feel like I am in control of what I'm doing? And as little as that is, I, I think that's really is a big way to kind of reset and to sit back and, and gather yourself and put yourself in the right places to say, today there's going to be a couple things that I'm going to do and you know there are things I want to do today or things that are going to make me feel productive, whether it's maybe cleaning up around the house a little bit, just something that's going to give you that, that feeling of power over your actions and over the things you're doing. And I think that's the best way to start. Yeah, the key of what we can control is always that we can control ourselves. You know, there's so many factors and things that are going on in the world around us. And we have to remember that although we may not be able to control those circumstances, we are able to control the way we react and respond. And I know that we could really keep going on this one. So if you want to learn more about this, you can head on over to our podcast here and look up Conquering What You Can Control. This is That's actually one of my favorite episodes. 
So heading into tip number two, it's watch the thoughts you feed your body. And that's not only as we talk a lot about self-talk, but really in this sense of what we are consuming, you know, being mindful of the social media pages that you're following. And if you see, you know, different pages that are sharing things that are making you feel more in a, in a negative way, I mean, you can unfollow them. These are all choices also that we do have control over what we are consuming and that includes the social media pages, the news outlets that we're following. And really, I know that it's so important for us to be educated on everything that's going on, but really being mindful of how much time you are spending really taking all of that in. Ultimately, we have the choice. We have the choice in what we are feeding ourselves mentally and the way we perceive things and we take things in. And along with everything that's going on now, Ashley and I, like we talk about, when you you know, sometimes go online, all of a sudden, I don't think we realize a lot of times how much time we're actually spending just taking in things and taking in all the information around us. And especially now, it seems like everything is, is negative and everything is divisive. So without realizing it, even if we think we're just on Facebook spending a few minutes, what we're doing is subconsciously we're reading all these negative comments and the negative, you know, relationships between people and people fighting and arguing about beliefs about this about that and without realizing it we're taking all that in and all of a sudden now our perception of the world is that things are negative things are bad people are fighting and we have to remember that we have to take a second and say is this just what i'm reading or what do i actually perceive in the world because what ashley and i say is when you unplug and you go out into the world what we found is you know since we look for the good in people we look for the positivity and, and things that are going well, that's what we seem to find in the world. When we're out and about and we're talking to people, you know, it's it's meeting new people and having good conversation and, you know, talking to loved ones and checking in on people and, you know, doing things that we want to do and whether it's going and exploring a new place or, you know, sitting back and taking an afternoon to just do the things that we like doing. And when you do those things, that's what ultimately affects your mind and tells you, Things aren't bad. Things are well. Things are going to be okay. Things are going good. So we have to remember there's a fine line of, of trying to stay connected to the whole world, but also shutting off and looking into ourselves and saying, what are the good things that are going on? What can I focus on that's going to you know make me feel good and is going to make me feel positive? And not only that, but what's going to make me feel motivated to go out and make this a positive world and do better things for people? Yeah, I agree. And I do want to add, you know, in addition to what we are filling ourselves up with, as we talked about social media and the news, it's really important to surround yourself with positive, uplifting people. Like that makes all the difference is when you have these solid relationships and people that you trust and that you can talk about just good things in the world and, you know, what's going on in your life rather than just focusing on the struggle and the negativity of it all. Because I am sure that we all can think of somebody, whether it be a family member, a friend, someone at the office, and everything that they talk about is always just feeling like it's dragging you down. And I think it's also important to be mindful of who we are surrounding ourselves with right now at the time too. Yeah, I would say, you know, in, in my past, I had people in my life good friends that were, you know, they were great people and, that, and things were good and we'd have a good time. But at the same time, you know, they weren't in the best places in their life and things were very negative and, and everything was always down. And, and, you know, I hate this. I hate that. Hate's a very strong word. And I don't think we realize the power 
that's invested in the words that we use and what it does to your mental state when you say these things because you you believe the things that you say and your mind doesn't talk between, well, this is just something I'm saying to say it. We have to remember that we are taking in the things we say and that's what's actually guiding our perception and guiding what we're going to experience. So to have, you know, these, these friends that I had, what I realized is, you know, when I'd come home from a job that I was working at the time that I wasn't particularly happy at, that I was having a hard time with, instead of coming home and you know, saying, well, I can't wait to go do this later. I can't wait, you know, to watch that game that's on later. That's going to be fun. Or, you know, I can't wait to go on a bike ride this weekend or do this and that. I noticed that because I was surrounded with people who, you know, only looked for what was going wrong and, and just always seemed to kind of be down, I took that to heart. And as someone who's had depression, anxiety issues, it was very easy for me to fall in that slump again. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm coming home and I'm saying, man, my my job just, it was horrible today. Things just did not go my way. I had a bad day. You know, th those day-to-day -day thoughts you don't really think about, all of a sudden you're months down the line and you realize, man, I've just been unhappy lately. Like, I haven't found peace in anything. I haven't been going out and doing things I love because I'm too busy focusing on what's going wrong in my life. So, you know, a big thing was as Ashley and I got together and we got married, you know, things we notice now is the little conversations that we have in our day-to-day, -day, they're always happy. They're positive. We're, you know, laughing and joking around. We're talking about things we want to go do and, and things that we've gone and done and the exploring we've done and the new places we've seen, the new experiences, you know, that we share and, you know, talking about things we want to do in the future. These are all very positive and happy-inducing things where, you know, all of a sudden now you're going to bed and all you're thinking about is the good around you. And you're thinking how happy you are and how you can't wait for things again. And you're excited. And like I said, it's it's very easy in that day-to-day -to, -day to lose sight of what you're thinking about. But all of a sudden, days become weeks and months. And if you get in that bad habit of focusing on the negative, it could start with just one comment of how something is bad. And all of a sudden, weeks down the line, you realize most of your thoughts have been negative. So... If you start to realize those those little things or you notice you're not in a, in a good place, it takes a lot to kind of look at your situation or to look at the people that you're around. But ultimately, you have to take care of yourself. And you have to realize taking care of you is spending time with like-minded people, with people who want good things for you, for themselves, for the world, essentially. To go out and be positive, good, happy people. And that really rubs off on you a lot more than people realize. And our third tip to help you embrace uncertainty is don't let fear control your life. To bring this into uh, the space of talking about, I know we don't necessarily always want to focus on, you know, the virus and what's going on right now, but I think this one kind of ties in perfectly. So to not let fear control your life in a time like now, as we said, with the uncertainty and with not understanding really what's going on or, or what the future holds, a lot of people have kind of been in like a limbo and they... They necessarily don't want to plan too far ahead or, you know, talk about things they want to do in the future because they're so uncertain of what that future is going to be. But in reality, when you start letting go of, of making plans or getting excited about things, you're starting to live in fear when you start saying, well, you know, what if I don't have work in the future? What if I lose my home or, or my car? Or I can't pay for this or I can't do that. Or what happens if my kids get sick or if I get sick and all of a sudden, now you're in that negative space again and everything is what if this, what if that, 
you're not leaving opportunity for good to come in. You're focusing on what a bad opportunity could bring. And another example is, you know, personally, I know people who have lost their jobs, you know, in direct correlation to the virus. And for some people, they, they lost their job, but not only that, they just stayed home and they didn't care to look for anything or, or to think about what else they might want to do. Everything was just, well, I lost my job. My life is pretty much just over. I don't know what to do. They live in a very bad place. But at the same time, I've had a few friends who, you know, were working in these, these factory jobs and all of a sudden they get laid off. And for, for one of my buddies, actually, it was almost like it was relief to him. He was not happy at this job. And actually, the second that he found out he wasn't going to be working there anymore, he went right home and he started saying, well, what's what's a something I've always wanted to do? What's something I can work on now? And, you know, for him, it was designing things. He was into graphic design and, and doing stuff on the computer and building websites. But that was something he never actually thought he could do as a profession. So all of a sudden, he goes home and he has all this extra time. And so he just started working on it. He started building his own site and he started taking on a few you know clients that he could do in his free time and all of a sudden a few months down the line he started his own business and you know the last time I talked to him he is the happiest he's ever been and things just all worked out and we had this conversation and you know the one thing that we we talked about is in that time of uncertainty instead of you know going home and saying well what just happened I lost my job what am I going to do immediately his mind went to you know what I didn't really want to be there. This this is probably something that's better for me. If this didn't happen, what if I stayed there another 10, 20 years and never never did what I wanted to do? He went home, he started this idea that he always wanted to work on, and now he's actually doing what he loves and he couldn't see it happening any other way. I know that's not, you know, what 99% of people are going to do, but that is just going to show you to have that split-second thought to go home and say no, this is going to be good. This is going to work out for me. I completely believe having that mindset, that mentality, that brings opportunity to your life. That lets you say, all right, I know I'm going to be in good hands. Things are going to work out. This is going to work out for my benefit. And I believe it will if you hold on to those thoughts. As we went through each tip, it really feels like they all are correlated back to the message of control. I feel like that was something that we kind of talked about in each one. And I think ultimately it is choice as to how we are going to, you know, navigate and walk through this season. And I know that it can be difficult, although it really is up to us as an individual as to how we are going to allow this to really impact us and how long we are going to carry this into the future. Right now, I feel like more than ever, people are looking for different outlets and different ways to fill themselves up in a positive way. So Jordan and I are going to share some things that have worked well for us, starting with prioritizing self-care. In previous episodes, Jordan and I have talked about how important self-care is, and I think that especially in this episode, it's important for us to dive in more on that because right now more than ever, people are you know so scattered and, and trying to focus their attention on so many different things that are buying for their attention and also to be able to really take care of their families and what this season looks like for them. So it's really important to be able to take care of yourself. Because, you know, we were out yesterday with Jordan's parents and Jordan's mom said that she took the day off of work and she was able to go and take care of herself and get a massage. And she shared, you know, this isn't something that I normally take time for and it felt really good. So that made me happy that she was able to go do that. And it really reminded me also 
how we all have to be able to take a pause and just take a step back from everything that is going on and how important that is for our overall well-being. A couple examples of self-care looks like exercising, eating fresh fruits and vegetables, getting outside and spending time in nature, getting enough sleep, spending time with your family and pets, and practicing gratitude of the good in your life. And if right now your routine is disrupted or looks a little bit different, it's important to be able to set up a schedule for yourself. And that way you are blocking that time off with intention as to when you are going to practice different ways of self-care. Because otherwise your day can get busy and it can kind of go by the wayside with everything else going on. So it's important to you know block that time off and say this is the time I'm going to do one of these things. Yeah, even more so, you know, this morning, my sister actually met Ashley and I to go and walk one of our favorite spots. We went for a nice long walk this morning. And, you know, that's the same kind of thing. Even during the day when you text people or, you know, maybe a little phone call, it's nice to catch up and, and it's nice to share things. But when you can get together and, and you know, you're not rushed and saying, well, you know, I, I can text this person while I'm doing this or in between this, you know, just to kind of say a couple things back and forth but when you take time and you're with someone and it's undivided attention you know we just went for a nice walk we weren't you know all on our phones doing something you know mentally it was great and then physically like we said today it's it's a little bit dreary where we're at it's a little bit of an off day the weather's changing and instead of just saying well you know today is just kind of a weird day let's just stay inside all day like you know that's not really who we are we have to do something and, and be active and you know, be out enjoying what we can. So to get out and just take a little walk in the morning, you know, it, it means way more than, than what it sounds. So for the rest of the day, now you're saying, well, we got out, we enjoyed it. That was a great morning. We had a great time. It was nice catching up and you just feel like you're in, in a better place. And for Ashley and I, you know, what we, we talk about with self-care, it can be something as little as just going for a little walk. And, you know, one thing I've shared before is especially when I get hard on myself about, you know, not going to the gym as much or not being so much into my fitness or kind of falling off. What I notice is that if I were to wake up today and say, well, it's just not a good day. I'm just going to stay inside. I don't want to go do anything. I would know that through the day I would be feeling bad about it. By the time I got, you know, to bedtime, I'd say, well, I, I should have done something today. I feel like I kind of wasted the day. And tying that into everything we said right there, that's that negativity coming back. Well, I should have done this. Well, Maybe I wasted an opportunity today, but instead you take that little bit of time for yourself to do what you really want to do. And now going through the day, it's, you know what? I feel productive. We had a great morning. Let's go take care of this now. Let's go do this. And you just realize all of a sudden now you're, you're amped up, you know, you get in a, in a little routine and now you want to go be more productive. You want to go do more things and something as little as a walk can, can literally change your entire day. So we really stress that. Take a little bit of time each day. Do something for you. Take care of you. What do you want to do? What's going to make you feel happy? And, and what's going to put you in a good place so you get through the rest of the day being proud of what you've done? Heading into number two, we have calm your mind and body. And this can include, you know, different breathing exercises and meditation. So one of our friends, Alex, he's joined us a couple different times to do meditation sessions and it's always something that is a great way to start the day because we often do start with him in the morning and he guides us through this exercise. And as soon as you walk away, you just feel 
so at peace and so filled up and ready to take on the day. And I think right now that that is such a positive thing that we can do for ourselves is just to be. Because like I said previously, in prioritizing your self-care, we get caught up in taking care of everyone around us and what's going on. But it's really important for us to just take a step back and be quiet in a moment and just be. And these breathing exercises and meditation is a great way to do so. Also, you know, one thing that was always on my mind is when I thought of meditation and, you know, slowing down and taking a minute for yourself. Uh, before, you know, Ashley and I really dug into to doing what we do and to really, you know, researching and, and putting our life into positivity and optimism and, you know, controlling the things in your life and changing your whole life's outlook. I had this idea that, you know, meditation had to be that. It had to be a scheduled, like, you know, you sit down and listen to a certain thing and you take enough time during your day to really plan for it. And in reality, meditation can look so different, but it can be found in, you know, the smallest amount of time. And what I realized is I was doing my own form of meditating without really calling it that. So, you know, like like we say, Ashley is is very big on writing things down and journaling and waking up and putting thoughts down on paper. And I'm someone that more so, as I'm about to go do something, I just take a few minutes in my own mind and I kind of talk to myself. And that right there is a form of meditation. Even, you know, before going to bed, I realized when I would always say I had problems sleeping and I had problems you know, calming my brain and falling asleep, it's because I'd be thinking about a hundred different things at once and not really being able to focus on anything or, you know, calm myself down. And now I realize before I go to bed, I just take some time and I, I replay the day. I think about the things I was really happy about during the day. And then I'll switch to, okay, what's going to happen tomorrow that I'm really going to enjoy? Or what am I going to do tomorrow that, that I'm, you know, going to look forward to and plan around. And then what do I have coming up later in the week or in the month that I'm really excited for? And all of a sudden I notice just doing those few minutes of that, I find peace and I'm going to bed and I'm clear headed and I'm ready to get a restful sleep and wake up so I can do these things I'm excited to do. The next one is developing goals. As Jordan shared previously, he has a friend who unfortunately lost his job during the pandemic, but he was able to look for the silver lining and focus in on something that he always wanted to do. So right now, you know, there may be things that are out of our control, but we do have the control over where we are directing and spending our time. If there's something that you love and you've always wanted to do, Dedicate time to it because it's so important, you know, if you are looking to be able to create this calmness in your life, that you are dedicating your time to things that are bringing you joy. And this can include learning a new hobby, getting in shape, cleaning your closets, playing board games with your family, and writing thank you notes to people that you've always wanted to be able to send them to. So in everybody's life, this space can look a little bit different, but make sure that you are spending your time evolving yourself and growing in the season that we are walking because there is opportunity for you to be able to do so. And our last one is reaching out to others because right now I know that people can feel a little bit you know, separated in this sense. Some people haven't seen their family or friends in quite some time, but make sure that you are connecting with people, whether it be your family or friends or a stranger and sharing that kindness and care and compassion because there are unfortunately a lot of people struggling 
right now with all of this. And it's just so important to be able to be a light in this world and really go out there and be kind to somebody because you don't know what someone that you come across is struggling with. And making sure that you are reaching out to family, friends, and loved ones and asking how they're doing and if they're doing okay and if there's some way that you are able to support them. And if you are struggling right now, make sure that you are staying connected and talking with someone that you trust about how you feel. And if you are in need of support, being able to be open and ask for it. Yeah, I think a lot of people have this thought that, like we say, they don't really want to share things they're struggling with. They don't they don't want to tell you that they're having problems with, with whatever it is in their life, you know. So we all have this mindset that when we get with the people that we care about or our friends or family, you know, you just have to walk in and say, oh, yeah, things are good. Everything's good. Can't complain. And, you know, boom, on to the next subject. But in reality, I, I think if you know someone that is talking to you is maybe having a hard time, you know, you can help them out by just saying, like, you know, is is everything really good? Like, are, are you doing all right? How about this? How about that? How about, you know, work? How about your relationship? Is that still going well? Are you doing okay? And I feel like when you start to ask a little bit more about something, people start feeling a little more comfortable to share. You know, I had a buddy recently, I haven't seen him in a long time, that I was able to reconnect with as he's moving back home. And, you know, when he came to see me, we wanted to just go for a little drive and it ended up turning into... I mean, it was about a two and a half, three hour ride. And, you know, it, it was different when him and I were only texting. And as we were miles apart, you know, it was, how are things? Oh, things are good. Things are this. Things are, you know, real basic conversation. And then we would kind of talk about something else. And it'd be just a quick convo, maybe every couple weeks. But really, it was very surface level. So as he came and he moved back home and I was able to you know, sit next to him and talk to him and have a deep conversation. I mean, we talked about everything. Like we, we shared back and forth and, you know, things that, that he was kind of struggling with or had problems with, you know, I, I felt very honored that he trusted me to, you know, to give advice or to talk about it. And really by, by the end of the car ride, you know, you just have this, this new sense of connectedness with someone and, and a sense of, you know, when, when you share with someone and, you, you really talk about things that matter, really, you know, deep things and, and life things. You just have a new appreciation for the relationship and for what you share with this person. And also, it's just nice for people to get together and to talk and to know that they want the best for each other and that they have an ally if they need someone to go to or to talk to. So, you know, we, we really stress checking in with your friends and family and getting out and, and talking about things with them and not just you know, doing the, hey, how you been? Good, good, me too. Okay, what's up next? No. Taking the time to really say, you know, is everything okay? Are you doing okay? You know, I, I know you had a problem at work or whatever. Like, how is that doing? Is that all resolved? And I think a lot of people wait for that, that moment of someone like implying and asking more before they start sharing. So we have to keep that in mind that you know, if someone isn't sharing things right off the bat, sometimes they're kind of waiting for you to, to give that cue that you really do want to hear about it and talk about it. Because like we say, being in the social media age as well, we're losing that sense of connectivity and, and being deep with people and having meaningful relationships and talks. So I think that that is a very big one in not only finding an ally for yourself, but having people being reminded that we are very emotional people and we need connection. We need you know, someone that we're able to trust and, and to 
say the things that we have a hard time saying. And at the end of the day, that's one of the biggest releases and one of the things that really helps put you in a better place. And when we're experiencing trying times, we can experience different ranges of emotions. It can be anger, sadness, and even grief. And there are people who right now feel like with everything as it is, it feels hopeless. And while we were preparing for this episode, I came across something called the GLAD technique. It's a strategy for cultivating hope that was created by psychotherapist and former Buddhist monk Donald Altman. It's a strategy that helps move our focus from what is wrong to what is going well. GLAD is an acronym. The G stands for gratitude. The L is for learned. A is accomplished and D is for delight. We're going to navigate through each one to be able to share more about what this technique looks like and how you can implement it into your own life. The G, as we said, stands for gratitude. So think of one thing that you are grateful for right now. It could be the stranger who held the door for you or the cup of coffee that you were able to enjoy today. No matter how small or mundane it seems, there's always something in our day that can hold meaning. L is for learned. What is one thing you learned today? Maybe the neighbor shared something about herself that you never knew, or maybe a friend recommended a new book to read. It could be even a new song on the radio. When we think about what we learned, it helps remind us that each day brings new things we never expected. A is for accomplished. We can think accomplishments need to be something big, but depending on the situation, it could be something as simple as getting out of bed in the morning. Thinking about little accomplishments can help us feel more in control and remind us that we are active participants in our lives. D is for delight. Think about one thing, again, no matter how small, that made you smile. Maybe your child said or did something funny that made you laugh or a coworker wrote an email thanking you. Try to recall a moment in your day where you felt your spirit was lifted a little. And you know, these steps might not seem like much, but they can break up these negative thought patterns that we are developing for ourselves and really reorient our thinking. When we are focusing on gratitude, something that we learned, accomplished, and something that brings us joy, that is focusing our attention on this positive and bringing more hope into our life. I think one thing we can remember right now is all the uncertainty that we're feeling and what's happening in the world, it's happening to all of us. I think it's easy for each individual person to internalize what's happening and to say, you know, what does this look like for me? What is happening to me? What am I going to do? But when we kind of step back and we say, okay, we're all in the same boat right now. We all have, you know, anxiety and and uncertainness, but how can we change that? How can we, you know, put a spin on, on what we're feeling and turn it into something positive? And You know, not only the things that we talked about, but uh, a big lesson from today is to find that meaningful relationship with other people and to remember that we are never truly alone in what we're handling or what we're doing. So, you know, whether it's someone that you can connect with that's a friend that that you want to have that deep talk with or, you know, to let things out with or, or to just simply remember good times with and to put yourself in a good place, if you don't have that, As Ashley and I pretty much say in every episode, you know, reach out to us. If you need someone someone to talk to, if you have questions, if you want advice on on anything in your life or or you simply just want someone to talk about something good that happened to you with, we're always here and we're always readily open, you know, to discuss things with, with everyone and to 
kind of, you know, help people out if, if they're struggling with something. So always remember that we are a resource as well. And going through this episode, I, I think that's one of the main things to remember is that we are never alone in any of this. Today we learned how to navigate and embrace uncertainty and also talked about different ways that we can create a sense of calmness in our life. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and have some things that you can pull from it that you can implement in your own life. And as Jordan said, we are always open to be able to talk. You can catch us on email, hello at forthegood.com or social media and know that we are here cheering you on and really want the best for you. And that's why we take this time and put these episodes together because we want to be able to serve you in this space and help guide you along the way. And as Jordan and I talked about as well, this is something that we are learning as we go along too. So we are all in this walking it together. Thank you guys again for joining us. Have a great day and make today count. Thanks for joining us at the For the Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Good Official and our blog at ForTheGood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness, not just for the good of the individual, but for the good of the world.